Well, good evening. Thank you guys for coming. This is Bethel Radio Hour. So if you're new to us, this is just what we do on Wednesday nights for Bible study. It's kind of an open format. It's a radio show kind of format. Um, we do like your participation, like Todd mentioned. You can text in. That's my phone number there if you have a comment or a question or just a, a suggestion for a future topic. Um, you can text into that, or you can, if you're not a quick texter, you can always just raise your hand, and we'd uh, love to hear from you. So we have three really good topics tonight, as we always do. Um, but to start, our first topic is hearing God speak. Yes. So, uh, Brother Jeff, Karen has uh, went on this, um, what would you call it, mini crusade, uh, and, and I'm, I'm for it, but... If you start something here in church without prayer, that bothers her. It, it does. I'm for it. I, I'm, I'm good with that. And I think nothing more fitting than hearing from God. We should start with prayer, okay? And so if you are listening to us on a uh, MP3 or a podcast or whatever this, this thing is called, uh, just join with us. Now, if you're driving, keep your eyes open, okay? Here we go. Father, we love you. We ask you to open our hearts and minds to you and to one another, and we pray, Father, that you'll help us uh, change us to look more like you as a result of this study. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen. 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 So, uh, I essentially have got to pull up here to the, the beginning of my notes so I can see what I want to talk about. How do we hear the voice of God? I wanted to talk about that. I can't speak for you, but this is an area that has always been a difficulty for me on one side or the other. Uh, on the one side, thinking that I, I can't hear God, and on the other side, if I'm not careful, getting too nonchalant uh, with my relationship with God and, and, and basically interpreting everything as, as his leadership. And as one fellow said, quit blaming God for your choices type thing. So there is a fine line there, but we should not back up from that. We should determine scripturally how we can hear from God. It is absolutely one of the most imperative things in yours and my relationship with God. Um, when Dawn and I got married, that was one of the things that she struggled with from the standpoint of, you know, you're, you're constantly praying, you're constantly talking, and this is her talking to me, um, and you're constantly saying, God's told you this, God's told you that. I don't get that. And, and very honestly, after a while, I just basically told her, babe, that you're going to have to dive into the book. You're going to have to figure this out between you and the Lord. I did my best to direct her to ver verses and the such. Uh, one verse says that uh, my sheep know me and that they know my voice. So I know that God speaks to us and I know that he expects us to listen. Um, David said, early will I seek thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Uh, and even though, uh, you know, I, I've, I've always been an early riser, but I do prefer to sleep late if I can. Uh, I like what the one lady, the missionary's wife, said. If God would have wanted me to see the sunrise, he'd have scheduled it later in the day. With that said, we do have a biblical um, <laughs> recipe, if you will, for seeking the Lord. And it's early. Uh, so... With all that said, I want to encourage you, if you haven't already started, to absolutely dive into this aspect of how well do I hear God? 
do I know what he wants me to do? Uh, now, you guys know because all of you are in a relationship to some level. You're either in a relationship to your children, to your brother, your sister, your wife, your husband, uh, whatever the case may be, your father, your mother, and no good relationship is one-sided. It's two-sided. And in most of our prayer life, what is that? It's us giving God our to-do list. God, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. So the question is, is there ever a time in your prayer time that you stop and you just listen? If not, there's something potentially missing from your relationship with God. Now, very honestly, from there, we can talk about all sorts of verses, but I want to open it up to these other guys. I was just going to say, I think he's going to take the whole time together. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. He's either going to do that or he's going to start preaching, one of the two. There you go. Yeah, there's two principles there, and, and it's the same principle, just applied a little bit more deeply. One, making time. Right. If you don't make time, right. you're probably not going to hear from God. If you don't make a quiet time when you can hear God, there's a lot of distractions, and some would be seemingly legitimate ones. Sure. Um, Mary and her sister, uh, Mary, of course, chose the chose wisely. Uh, Martha, of course, there had some legitimate distractions uh, to not hear in the Lord. And, and we all have tendency to rush to the things that are demanding our time. But if you don't make time and you don't discipline yourself to say, I'm going to sit still and listen to you, to what you have to say to me, God. And you may just have, all you're going to say to me today may be just your, that you love me. Mm. You may just be affirming me today. I want to hear that from you. Um, so if you don't make a time and a quiet place, block out some time, you're probably not going to hear them. So, so there's that private aspect that you need to discipline in your life, and then there's the times in your life when you desperately need an answer from God. You desperately need to have an answer from Him on a topic. And there's some biblical examples of that, and what they did are the real good examples for what us to do. Uh, first one that came to mind was Hannah, um, Elkanah's wife, Samuel's mom, was desperately desired to have a son, desperately desired to have a son. She went to the temple and was praying in the prescribed way, had fasted, was seeking the Lord, and of course, uh, Samuel thought she was drunk. She was so emotional and throwing herself into this prayer that he thought she was drunk and accused her of that, and she said, Lord, it's not so. This is my need. And he then... E Eli she, thought she was... I'm sorry, what did I say? Sam Sam said that's right, Eli. Eli uh, saw her and, and right. thought that she was drunk and accused her of that. So... Um, when you are um, seeking God and, and you're allowing His Spirit to influence you, people, you, you act differently, you're influenced differently, um, and it really brings uh, home that verse, uh, be not filled with wine where it is in excess, but be, be filled, filled with, with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Um, there, there's an element of control that's lost in both. So uh, under the influence of... those lines <laughs> from uh, W.A. Criswell. He said, because he was talking, I was reading about that today, be not drunk with wine where it's in excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So what the writer is saying is just as alcohol would completely consume you, that's how you should be with the Spirit. And he said two drunks were talking, and the one drunk jumped out the window to take a flying trip around the block. Well, he ended up in the hospital. So when the other drunk came to see him, he says, why didn't you stop me? And he says... I honestly thought you could. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't turn out like, yeah. either one of us thought it was going to turn out like. 
<laughs> you seem so convinced. Yeah, right. Yes. Go for it, yeah, man. And be careful what you what you put on the Holy Spirit too. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Find yourself face with a face full always, of smell. Always ask yourself, what did I eat the day before? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. but amen. That's good stuff. I'm I'm waiting for a burning bush. Oh gosh. <laughs> so oh. there's some there's some uh, things involved with the burning bush too. Yeah. Some some principles there. Right. So the bush didn't start talking until Moses actually turned, turned aside turned and aside. went yeah. to to it. So and, seeking. And, yeah, seeking. And so I would just echo exactly what you guys were gonna what you said, and which was what I was gonna say. Except I would <laughs> sorry. I would tweak it a little bit. I mean, both of you kind of made the point that you have to set aside a time. And, you know, as much as I would love to say that every single day at X time, I have a quiet time where I sit down and, you know, either read or just specifically pray, I more often find myself working that time into my daily routine. Now, sure. one could argue that the priorities might be a little bit off there and that I, I probably should get up 30 minutes earlier and drag myself out of bed and and, and be thankful and, and, and get into a humble spirit. But at this point, if you're not to that discipline yet and you're not there, you know, don't think that you can't have quiet time because you, you, you can. Um, and, and my example is, is my quiet time is, you know, 45 minutes of dri- driving to work. Well, you know, no, is it is it time set aside with a prayer mat and a prayer closet, you know, where I have nothing else to do and no obligations? No, I mean, it's not. But but on a routine basis, and, and a lot of times, uh, I'll listen, there's three different preachers that are on during that, that time span that I listen to, and maybe a little bit more than 45 minutes, but, um, and, I, and I believe that God uses that time through those men and the messages that they preach uh, to, to speak into my life and to be able to, to apply that on a, on a level that, um, that, that I otherwise wouldn't have. And so I, I think it's, it's as much providing the opportunity for God to speak and giving him that, giving him that opportunity to say, you know, yeah, he, he could, he could. He could, he could, you know, set the pew right there on fire and, and talk to me through it. Is that going to happen? Man, I wish it would. <laughs> I, I, I just I, want a three-by-five car. I've said to Ben before, a billboard. I would love to just be driving down the road and be going. <laughs> there it is. You know, the, the billboard that says, hey, Todd. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I would wreck. Because oh. how, how cool would that be? <laughs> there it is. That's what I'm supposed to do right there. But that, I just, you know, Take I don't see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what I would say is, you know, use, use what you have available to you. Mm-hmm. If, if you've got, you know, 15 or 20 minutes at work where you can, I mean, come on, everybody has got a smartphone and, and maybe you don't. Okay, fine. Use whatever you've got available to you. But, you know, most of those folks that are hearing us on a podcast have got a smartphone <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> so they're, they're probably, you know, you've got the opportunity to download a Bible. This, you know, it, it's called his word for a reason. <laughs> And, and when you get into his word and you read it, it, it's uncanny how no matter what you read, when you read it, it, it speaks into your life. And it speaks into what's going on yeah. at that very moment. So it will not return to, return to God void. Yeah. Um, someone texted in, if you can't hear God speaking to you, try this. Close your mouth and listen. There you go. <laughs> so Amen. Like the, Step one. The hard Are you there. listening? Yeah. Um, somebody else texted in, to me, it's like a feeling in your heart that pulls you. And they texted in a scripture, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Amen. Um, 
just kind of what you, speaking of, um, you know, hearing from God, I would say that, and I've said this before, that Satan's greatest tool against me is distraction. Like, yeah. that is his, because I am just going 90 to nothing. Right. Alarm goes off at 440, and it doesn't quit, so I just collapse into bed. And it is so, so hard to carve out something. Um, but Jeremiah 29, 13 says, if you seek me, you will find me. Those who seek me. So when you seek me with all your heart. Um, and I guess I had always heard people, you know, growing up and throughout life saying, you know, I, I heard God speak. God told me that. I'm like, who are these super spiritual people? This can't be me. Right? I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm just not even there. Um, but the truth is, I remember when I really started digging into my Bible as an adult, that it was like I couldn't read it without it's like oh my gosh God's just that he was like talking to me it was like he was literally telling me something it's, it's like, like it, it would highlight coming. itself yes <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> and it's in there and I'm like oh I it's not oh, some no. like you right. know like yeah. ooh, like glowy so, you know it right. was like that Tara. was his, I know yeah, uh, yeah. it wasn't like this that's what it always was for me <laughs> I wish it were right? but it's not yeah. but it, yeah. it it was in there when I really started digging in mm. to the scriptures and reading and doing Bible studies, and it just was amazing how, like, what I needed to hear was right there, and I was reading it, and, and it was just and, and unbelievable. The, the difference was you went hungry. Yeah. You, 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 I went you to went seek hungry. him. I was right. seeking well, but him, don't you think and it's, he's promised that if you yeah. seek me, you, you will, will find me. me. But don't you think it, it is a little bit about how we define that? Because for me, that, that was it. I was looking for that, Todd. Right. Todd. I know. You know, I that's what I was literally when right. people said, Because you know, that's God, what happens God, in the movies. Yeah, God will speak to you. <laughs> well, and almost, you're probably right. That's probably where it comes from. But that's it, is I was looking for that, oh my goodness moment yeah. where he's speaking to me. And that's, it's so not Which, that. If God really did that, most of would run. I, you know? I would just, I'd, it would be bad. Yeah, it'd be bad. I did something involuntary. So before we move away from this subject, this is from experiencing God. Most, if not all of you, have been exposed to this. But this is, quote, unquote, the seven realities of experiencing God. Uh, number four, God speaks. And when you look at the explanation of number four, it's simply that God speaks through the Holy Spirit, through the Bible, prayer, circumstances, and the church uh, to reveal his purposes, himself, and his ways. With that said, um, I... I really do not believe that you can improve upon that. Uh, I have experienced that in my own life, and it's what we've talked about for the last 15 mm -hmm. minutes here, is that, number one, God speaks through his Holy Spirit. I, I love the fact, guys, that God did better than just give us an instruction book. He gave us the author himself inside of us. You have the author of the Bible inside of you. And so that's number one. Number two, then he gives you his word. He speaks through his word, through his Holy Spirit. Prayer, he speaks through prayer to you. And then now personally, I would, re I would reverse this. I would do church and circumstances. Because most of us, if we're not careful, we pretty much, quote, unquote, follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit per circumstances. If something bad happens, oh, okay, okay, what, Lord, what, what, what? You know, if something good, well, it must be God's will. You know, we find a $10 on the, you know, on the sidewalk, and we, it must be ours. You know, well, it might be that poor sap that just dropped it. You know, you might need to try to find the owner of it. But, but we, we let circumstances rule our day. Sometimes God does do that. Mm -hmm. But to me, it is number four on the list. He speaks primarily through his word, through prayer, and through the church. I found that... Uh 
and it just it just gelled when Robbie said it. Robbie Zechariah said it, uh, talking about Ezekiel when Ezekiel was in the temple and got was it Ezekiel or Isaiah? He took a, a coal from the altar Isaiah. and Isaiah and purified his his lips so they could speak for God. Where the glory of God is shown, the voice of God is heard. Mm. And I can tell you how many times things have come to me in the worship service. Um, you know, you know, work on a lot of writing material. A lot of writing material happens. You can see me writing a lot of times, putting things down before I forget them, uh, before I leave the ser service. During a, a song service, uh, where, where the glory of God is shown, the voice of God is heard is what, what he said from that. Passage. And I'll tell you another thing. Like I said, for me personally, it was that waiting for that voice. And, it, and, it, and I don't believe, like Tara said, my experience was very similar to that, is that as I found myself reading certain circumstances that fit whatever it was that I was doing, I learned from those circumstances, which ultimately was God telling me to do the same things that he told those other people in those circumstances to do. Uh, and, and I do that with my kids is, you know what, D don't even talk to me until you've got two examples from the Bible about how those people dealt with it. When, when you know, once you understand how God told them to deal with it, what the remedy was there, how, how they're doing, you know, how, how did the Bible lay out what the what the remedy was in this situation for then you for you to then say okay well how can this fit in my life what right. parts of that because the little parts of it are his way of speaking to us and, and telling us okay this is this is how I want you to act this is how I want you to deal with this and I would encourage you guys in closing here pray out loud if you can in other words if you're in a situation where it's just you and the Lord pray out loud I'm telling you, when you get as many senses involved as you can, it helps with comprehension. Uh, and I, I can't tell you how many times after I've prayed something out loud, I'm like, well, I don't like how that sounded. <laughs> you know, Lord, I don't even agree with that. Did you hear that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, I, that certainly isn't your will, Lord. <laughs> you know, but, but anyway, just think about it. All right, so we're going right. to take a quick break so we can go over a few announcements. Um, getting plugged in with the church. We have a grief support group that's been meeting. Um, if you want to find out more about that, it is it meeting every Sunday that at 430? Um, and then at 530, we have small group Bible study. and then Revelation. Oh, boy. Um, and there's other ways to get plugged in. If you're just looking for to be a part of a hospitality team, um, the ushers and greeters, the nursery, goodness knows would use your help. A verse hearer for the Awana? Mm -hmm. they, they have, they the Awana program, them. there's lots of ways to um, to get plugged in, and certainly you're, you're wanted and needed. Um, coming up, though, April 13th, we have the CBC Singers here in concert with our choir. local celebrity Molly will be performing <laughs> with them. Um, so make plans to attend that for sure. Um, and also coming up April 16th at 3 p.m. is the marriage of Amanda Hooks and Andrew Hatfield here at Bethel. So that. And then make, um, we've talked and talked about it, and hopefully that you're interested in participating or being a leader in our Bethel Learning Together summer program, if you are, the BLT program. BLT. Um, it's sharing your hobbies, your interests, your skills um, with other people. And this is meant to be an outreach. It's meant... Um, to get people in our church involved and people out, your friends and family and neighbors involved as well. So, and they can be anything, literally anything. We did the disc golf program last year. Loved it. Loved every minute of it. Um, so that's just, something to be thinking this, of. This would be just, uh, I'm just saying, mm -hmm. but welding would be a really cool class. I'm just saying. Do you need to learn how to weld and you're just Maybe. throwing it out there? I don't know how to <laughs> weld. Let me put it that way. And yes, I would love to 
Is there something at your house that you need fixed and you're volunteering? No, no, your really, home? but I, I mean, I, I, got, I, could, well, I, I could do a lot. I got a five-gallon propane tank. If somebody wants to turn into a barbecue pit, teach you how to weld, let's do it. Demonstration, you go. gladly if, donate. If I bring a pile of metal, can we turn it into a trailer? Well, why, why not? Maybe we could just why not? a pole barn. Do like you're looking at me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we no, do. I cannot <laughs> do a barn raising <laughs> at my house. <laughs> no, not, not me. Everybody, everybody, bring a little bit of lumber. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, April 28th through the 30th. If you have not already signed up, the men's annual fishing trip is coming up to Mark Twain Lake. See Rob, uh, Bob, or Pold, and there's also a sign-up sheet out or there if you don't Jeff, know who that uh, is. Watson. All right. Um, so we have take it. Take it or leave it, anybody? Yeah, I have one, I gotta find it. We might wanna prepare ourselves for a Cubs World Series victory. What? Take it or leave it. Yikes. Take it or leave it. Hold on a minute, what did you just say? <laughs> it, it, is, it is the end of the world. It is we, literally the we end may, of the world. But now watch this, I, I'm not done actually, but quietly <laughs> look forward to a typical Cubs Season. implosion. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> We're two games. It's the first week of the season. One of my favorite guys. It's the first week of the season. So, so one of my favorite guys to read on Facebook, but I can't say his name uh, here uh, because I don't have permission to, but he's one of my favorite people to read. And he, he made a quote today from the last time that the Cardinals had lost their first two games it was 2011 when they went on to w win, win the World, the World Series. Series. So, I, just, you never know. I'm just not that upset know. about it. I am a little upset that they lost to the Pirates twice. I'll I mean, start paying on, attention guys. in October. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> truth yeah. be told. Amen. Gavin, take so, it or leave uh, it? So my take it or leave it is uh, the self checkout things. Mm. Walmart? In Walmart. When I go I, and I go to Sullivan, if, if Pam's there, she checks me out at the self checkout. Things full. <laughs> that's a take. That's a it's take all day me. long. What does this mean? Oh, yeah. And she fixes for me. So self checkout, take, take it or leave it. I, what part of barcode <laughs> down you not understand, man? <laughs> if you're looking at it, it, it can't you, scan you it. You simply <laughs> just set it from this side to that side, and there's a scanner in between. I mean, what, I what are I'm you doing? I think I'm see a video on this. <laughs> that makes sense. He's like the video? smartest person I know, so of course he can't do the self check. <laughs> that only makes sense. <laughs> what I'd love to have is that, a that video of Gavin trying <laughs> yeah. to do. So. I think Pam can arrange that. We yeah, may try. <laughs> we may we may try that. We may do like a like a video, like yeah. follow you through Walmart and do some shopping and yeah, do the yeah. self checkout. Oh, smart people that can't do self checkout. Tara needs to get out more. Is what, what I'm, the first thing when she said, "You need to get out more." I need some smart people. Crying out loud. <laughs> I work with doctors and there I'm you good. go. Well, you're a doctor. You count. I am a doctor. Todd, take it or leave Not it. Not a real doctor. I don't really have a take. I'm, I'm going to do the things I never thought I'd say, Kay. which is definitely like, this hospital stay was actually really great. And my daughter was <laughs> in the hospital last week. She got, <laughs> oh, my goodness. We, we've had a bad um, respiratory virus season. We just had it bad, December, February. And she finally got herself in the hospital. So everything goes from, like, this mass chaos, rush, 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 to just a halt. And we're just sitting in the hospital for two days. And it was actually just... Me and my husband Almost and our like little girl, girl in this little room, and we were on isolation, so of course we couldn't leave. And you know, we just got to talk, and we got to just play with Sadie wow. and a you know a couple like really restless you know night losing a lot of sleep. But during the day, um, when we got home, I thought, 
well, that was actually really nice. What a nice, like, this is the most quality time we've had together, that's, babe. And that's bad. <laughs> yeah, isn't, it, no. isn't it funny how, you know, some of those things are actually optional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of nice. Maybe you know? next year you can get the same icy bricks. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Same, can we Rem- get this room again? It's time to go to the yeah. hospital. Can we get the room next to the aquarium, please? <laughs> Shorter walk to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, it was, wasn't bad. All right, so moving on to our next topic. Um, which kind of rolls into it, but uh, continuing education, which is something if you if you work, in, you know, pretty much doing anything, there is a continuing education kind of things that you experience. Um, so how can we use the secular approach, if you will, to um, the employment world into our spiritual lives? So basically, I don't know how many years ago when Gavin first started his practice, he just referenced it that, that he wasn't doing very well with his continuing education. And I'd, I'd never heard that phrase. I'd never thought of it much. But, you know, 10, 15 years later, and being exposed to more and more quote-unquote professional uh, folks in, in professional careers and the such, just like everybody here at this table, uh, it's an ongoing thing. Teachers have to have continuing education. Firemen have to have continuing education. Fill in the blank. Mothers need continuing education. Fathers. So it, it's something that we have... I don't know, taken for granted uh, that we know what that's about in the secular world. But that needs to cross over into the Christian world. Uh, But before we do that, though, as far as we talk about, just you guys, if you don't mind, talk about how important continuing education is in the nursing role, the veteran role, veterinarian role, and the fireman role. Well, I can say personally, it's the worst situation when a client comes in and tells me about a new drug. Mm. That's the worst for me. Mm. So, So continuing education... One makes you a better asset to mm-hmm. your to people are paying you to give give you their advice. Uh, two, it, it makes your job more interesting. I mean, you you continually stay exposed to new things, engaged to new, to new techniques, to new medicines, to sometimes breakthrough new equipment. Like we're constantly there's always new like the things people come up with. We're constantly getting new equipment, and it's crazy what we can do, <laughs> which. I need to, you know, to counter the spiritual world, um, things are always changing. We're always encountering new things. Like, you know, you hear your parents say, it's not the same world it was when I was younger. Well, no kidding. It's not the same world it was five years ago. Or 20 Um, minutes ago. Yeah, no kidding. So it's the kind of thing where um, changing, being a, like you say, a transformational church, and even in our spiritual walk, like there's new things we're encountering in different stages of our lives or parenting phases or... um, Things that change in yeah. marriage and Th- you name that's it. That's exactly where I was going with the marriage. When, uh, I can't remember which, uh, Gary Chapman, I guess, that came out with Five Love Languages. That mm-hmm. was a revelational yep. Re- Revolutionary, study yeah. The, and I, I reference it almost every session. session. Things clicked that didn't click before yeah, right. when, when I read that. And book. I mean, you know, for us, it's the same way. We, we for, for firefighters and paramedics, nothing is the same. Ever, it's not the same. No, no emergency call is the same, and so right. it's so important to be able to to be on the cutting edge, to be able to see. And I, I mean, for an example of technology is cars. I mean, people, you know, a lot of extrication is simply you just don't know because from year to year they're putting airbags in different places where we cut on cars, how we cut on cars. You know, the different. It's changed. Bad day. <laughs> you know, just in the short time that I've been in the fire service changed astronomically. I mean, it used to be some pretty 
simple places right. to cut on a car. Right. And, and these days, you just simply never know. Um, and so that, that education, along with the medical aspect of things, um, I mean, we, we've got hundreds of hours a year, you know, inside of the different specialties that you do that you could end up, you could literally end up having hundreds, if not more, every uh, two to five years, depending on what you're certified in, to have to continuing, do continuing education. So, so now to cross over, what are some of the changes uh, in quote-unquote Christianity, uh, whether it be church or whether it be small groups or whether it be individual Christianity, that things have changed, that, that continuing education has been helpful or w would be helpful? I think the biggest change that I would, if I had to, to say that one of the biggest things that's changed is what's being talked about. You know, I, I think that probably 50 years ago, a lot of the, the hot topics, quote unquote, uh, that we talk about today and that we attack head on, um, they, they simply were not addressed. It was taboo. You didn't right. talk about it. You don't, don't you say that you word in my house? You don't say that word, right. Um, and, and, and that type of stuff. And I think that, and we talked about this in Sunday school class this, this last uh, Sunday, that some of this stuff, you know, that, that was the problem is right. the fact that we're not addressing it at home. And we're not addressing it in Sunday school classes because it makes me a little uncomfortable. And I think you know, the Tommy Nelson series, the Tommy Nelson series, the... Um, Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon study. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's uncomfortable, you know. But but you're you some some things that. What, go ahead. Well, just, and, and and that is mild compared to what guys do now. Uh, the um, I don't know if you guys have been exposed to uh, the chapter of Acts. If if I'm getting that right, no, it's not right. Uh, Mars Hill or something. But anyway, there is a an association of churches. They call themselves. Um, it'll come to me. Emergent churches mm -hmm. and they I mean the whole gamut of sex they discuss it I mean I could say some phrases right here that, that you know bless our hearts our, our cheeks Please would go don't. red right right not tonight and, and, not yeah and, and I mean I, I guess you know and it's not just that but it's even politics right. I mean that politics is a thing in some families that you just don't talk about that and and now you know you know, you can you we can make it as as vile or as vulgar as we sure. want. You know, you talk about um, you know satanic things, say cultish things. Um, I mean, now kids are coming home from school talking about this stuff. I mean, I, I've had questions about um, uh, I think Ouija it's boards. Uh, well Ouija boards and um, I think it's Wiccan, Wiccan yeah, the Wiccan sure, religion. Wiccan. You know, I had a question sure. that came from school about that. It's like you know, and and those are things that. Again, sometime put put your number on it. Thirty years, fifty years, whatever it is that that stuff was, you know, it, you just Taboo. don't don't you, you just don't associate with that person. Well, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> well, why not? We're trying to that, reach that person, person needs that needs needs to be talked to. You know, more than right. than most people do. I mean, I, I would say that that's an emergent situation right. that you confront that with the love of Jesus and 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 go to go to work. So yeah. how so how does and can and. Where can you get continuing education for subjects like that? So um, just briefly, because we talked about, you know, technology is changing. So on your iPhone, if any of you have the Bible app, does anybody like, love the Bible app? There's a plans section on your Bible app, and you can pull up all kind. There's devotionals. There's family. Focus on the family has a whole section. There's um, topics. There's, you know, like specific to youth and discussions and Bible study. I mean, it's on your phone. So when you're like, oh, well, like Todd said, I don't have 
my prayer closet and a you know a mat to kneel on and who who does like I would right. say you know part of me with my continuing education is the time factor it's like I never in my life dreamed I would be as busy as I am at this phase I didn't know what busy was until I, I'm afraid I still it's going to get worse right. before well, it gets better right yeah um but just to even be sitting in the pickup line at school and you can read through a Bible right. study real quick, or sitting at a doctor's appointment, waiting, you know, sitting on your lunch break, and you have your Bible and an actual devotional right there at your hands you that you could use. So. Well, and, it's, and that's it. Using technology. Using technology is the biggest it thing. And, and so much easier. Yeah, and, really I, and I cross that over to the, to the fire service. Number one, you know, not only technology, but just being able to, I don't know if everybody gets the, uh, the BMA um, missions, uh, monthly, what, what is the what weekly, magazine? No, the oh, magazine. World. Uh, what, yeah, World. And so, you know, if you don't get that, go to the, you can, you can get signed up to get the, the, the paper copy. And, and I, I liken that to you. I'm telling you right now, you walk into any firehouse in any town USA, and you're going to find at least four copies of four different trade magazines. There's going to be a firehouse magazine, which is the title of the magazine, firehouse world, you know, fire engineering, a couple other ones. And, and all it is is just magazines, and they're different topics about calls they've run into and different sure. stuff like that. The same thing goes into, you know, the, the, the world magazine, having some stuff from Focus on the Family. Sign up for a newsletter. Have it sent you to your house in mail so that when it's laying around on the coffee table that you do pick it up and read it. And, and those things... Not just utilizing one form, but have it multifaceted, where you're you're getting almost you're inundating yourself with it. Um, if you have the if you have Wi-Fi, and and you you something's in bothering you about some, something somebody said about, for instance, this is what happened to me when Stephen Hawking came out with his book uh, and made the claim that God's not necessary. All we need is this, the theory of gravity. Right away, I went into I I get stressed spiritually when I don't have an answer. Right. When I don't have a reason to answer. So I started, you know, searching, doing Googling, and I found John Lennox's response to Stephen Hawking. It's phenomenal. Go to YouTube and type in John Lennox on Stephen Hawking's book. And You'll you probably know, need Gavin to translate. Unbelievable but. response. No, excuse Just me. We'll need you to translate what Gavin yeah, said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, so Come on, man. We, we got our interviews coming up here. It's so important, and, and I'm just going to restate what these guys have just said. It's so important for everyone to realize that we are living in the greatest information age of our planet's history. So if you do not know something, it's on you. Amen. You have chosen, and I'm not, okay, when one finger goes out, three come back. We have chosen to stay ignorant about that subject. And when it comes to discipleship, issues that could be very dangerous. So here are the avenues and ways to continue our spiritual and scrip scriptural education church Sunday School, Bible Studies, Awana, This Radio Show, Daily Bible Study, Radio Stations, Books, Internet, Podcasts, Seminars, Webinars, Conferences, Counseling, Discipleship, and Christian Friends. And there's obviously probably a hundred more ways. But those are just the simple ones that, you know, low-hanging fruit, as they say. Uh, you've always heard about seminars. we got webinars now that are free. It's how we're doing our texting and uh, our welcome connections thing. It's, right. it's from there's a webinar. There's something else now besides YouTube. It's something, some kind of channel. What uh, I so people who can have their a YouTube channel and there's also another oh I my guess, goodness another format well you could use I mean and I, I I will tell you that I just have been I've been finding myself on uh, Periscope which if you Periscope. don't know what that is is freaking awesome the the 
you, you literally, as soon as they start talking, Franklin, I'm, I, Franklin Graham has been putting it down. Yeah, I mean, has. this guy is tearing it up all across the May country. May the 17th, and if you're available, we're you, going to Jeff City. You, you get, it, it, it lets you know when he's getting ready to talk, and you just dial in. It's, it's immediate, Periscope. right there. Boom. Huh. Yeah, it's awesome. But it's one of the things Twitter. that I was going to say is, you know, again, I, I'm getting hate mail for, for, uh, uh, for technology talk. But with that being said, one of the things I'm going to say is is that you know those guys that are in the fire service can relate to this. We we are we are preached to to talk to each other, because just because I I ran the call and two other guys were with me, the rest of the department didn't run that call and they don't know how we handled it. And it's not going to be exactly the same next time, but there are going to be a lot of similarities. Experiences, as, as you can. Yeah, if I don't tell the oncoming crew, hey, this happened and. This car ran into the building, and there was parts of the building falling down, and this is what we did. You know, we did it the best we could, and we, we learned a couple of lessons, and this is how we did it. Man, I would encourage you to get with people, ask questions, and, and talk to other folks. Share what's going on. It's not bragging. It's, it's helping somebody else learn and have training. that life experience. It's training. Constant training. Yeah. Constant training. All right. So if, do, go ahead and do our... Transition. Get into us to the next segment. All Tara. right, all right. Are we going to do an I'm just saying real quick and sure. we'll transition? So I'm just saying, and I said it tonight, like literally like two hours ago, I'm just saying I'd pay big money for a nap. To which my husband responded, we don't have big money. <laughs> so I was like, well, I guess I'm just powering on through, but I'd pay big money. <laughs> I'm just saying, anybody else? Uh, had, go ahead. Had a good dad joke. I, I, my kids said, that's a dad joke, in unison. That they we both said it together? Table. Oh, no. <laughs> in the restaurant, and the girls, as girls are wont to do, went in group to the restroom, and then they came back laughing at each other, and um, Megan said, I almost, I almost serenaded you again in the bathroom. Of course, I didn't know what that meant, and I turned to Sarah, and I said, well, why didn't you Meganate her back? Meganate Meganator. Her. That's a dad joke. Sarah's serenade. Megan, Megan, yeah, that's you got to explain it. That's bad. <laughs> that is a dad joke. you right now, though. That wasn't even joke. a dad joke. If any of you guys ever oh go together God. with other guys to a bathroom, I'm punching both of them. <laughs> <laughs> back All right. Oh man, we need to do a dad joke segment again. We do need to do a dad joke or, segment. Or not? Yep. So uh, I've got things I thought I'd never say here. Uh, of course. That's fine. I mixed it up. It's, it's all good. I like to keep you guys on your toes. Just got to find it again. Um, Oh, I'm not going to find it. I promise it was good. Todd, are you empty-handed again on this? I'm not. I, I was, for, I'm just saying, I was, I, I still am in shock about the Tuesday stuff. I mean, I know you're going to. It's gonna, stingy. I know. I, know. I was hoping nobody would bring it up because it hurts. I got to. The, I, the wound is still fresh. It is. And, and, and I may end this segment with too soon. Too soon. But too, too soon. soon. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, too soon. It, 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 I'm shocked. So, things I thought I'd never say. <laughs> was, was it on, along those lines? <laughs> I knew I could get it. I, I knew I could. I have, I have an 18-year-old son. I thought I'd never say that because mm. I've raised him. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't sure he's going he to yeah, make it. Yeah, you know, I have a theory that it's amazing for any male that makes it to 23. It's amazing. I, I don't know how we're still populating the planet. <laughs> it's Amen. the truth. And I'm close to one child at home, and I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> things I thought I'd never say. Yeah. Did, oh. did you finish? Do you need to finish? Oh, no, I'm good. All right. I'm all good. Right. You all, I don't want to get, 
I don't want to be yeah, over a burning sorry. bush. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've got to tell this story, and, and don't judge me, but like I'm like the nice one at work. Everybody says I'm the nice one, and like moral compass and cheesy things like that. They make fun of me for being the church girl, I guess. <laughs> and uh, there's a guy that came into work, and I'm like, hey, Craig, how was your weekend? He's like, oh, it wasn't very good. And I'm like, oh, what happened? Well, my dog died, and he's telling us about how his dog, you know, he goes, I've had that dog longer than I've had my wife, and, you know, went on oh and on about his dog. And so, like, maybe an hour later, um, somebody said something to him, and I go, geez, Craig, you act like your dog just died. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and everybody turns and looks at me, and I go, too soon? <laughs> Is that too soon? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I like it, though. It's like the hardest I've ever laughed at myself. <laughs> it really was. Even my husband was like, that was really mean. And their opinion has changed, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah you're not oh, as wow. nice as we thought. Not the nice one. Wow. All right. Okay. Um, so for our final segment tonight, we have um, an interview with some of our youth tonight. Um, and you guys recently went to the Dare to Share conference, is that right? And we'll have you introduce yourself. Melissa Do we have a, a mic? I'm Zach. I'm Melissa. My mic's not on. It's on. <laughs> Just I'm keep talking. Really Strategery. Sure. <laughs> it's on. Okay. All right. So... Um, we just talked about continuing education for ourselves spiritually. And so here we have our youth with, you know, what could be what their continuing education is. And, you know, sometimes it's, I almost feel like when I was in the youth group and younger, it was almost easier to share openly about your faith and, and grow. And it, I don't know why sometimes it gets harder as an adult. It shouldn't. It really right. shouldn't. But it can. So um, we had some questions for them. Yep. So you guys went to Dare to Share. Uh, give us your explanation of what that is Melissa go first you're the woman lady um dare to share is a conference we go to that they explain how to share your faith by spreading out the gospel and they give you sentences for each letter of the gospel and they show you how to start conversations not necessarily about the gospel but how you could turn it into a spiritual conversation and eventually bring someone to God. So in other words, like some segue questions. Zach, uh, give us a, just a, she's explained what the conference is. What was your take on the conference? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed the conference. Um, my take on it was the gospel, the acronym that they taught us. I really did enjoy the conference. Um, so, so, so you did come away with a particular approach. Can you, by memory, give us those oh, words sure. with the gospel? Yeah, the acronym, the gospel, stands for God, our sins, paying everyone life. And there's actually words that go behind the rest of that, which I don't have memorized. Sure. But he's got a, but he's uh, got a card he's right got here. The card. And, the, and I would need a cheat sheet. For I, I want, can I have a copy of that card? Yeah. Can we have, do you have more of those? You should hand those out to everybody. All right, so re, re, read. All right, God created us to be with him. That's G. O is our sins separate us from God. S is sins cannot be removed by good deeds. Mm. P is paying the price for sin. Jesus died and rose again. E is everyone who trusts in him alone has eternal life. And L is life with Jesus starts now and lasts forever. Very good. Awesome. Very I want good. A car too. Uh, so I know both of you young people are very conscientious, which means you take your faith very seriously. So in two sentences or less type thing, what did you use to share the gospel before Dare to Share? 
Ladies first. <laughs> nice. Well played. <laughs> well, we were taught in Sunday school the ABCs, which is accept, believe, believe, and confess. confess. I've caught, they taught it two different ways, and so I always get them mixed up. Sure. But that's how I used to do it. And this is more of how to start conversations instead of just sharing the gospel. Gotcha. Because it's a lot harder just to walk up to someone and share sure. the gospel when you don't get to know them first. Right. And so that's why I like this approach better because I would rather sit down with someone and get to know them than just to pop up out of nowhere and start yeah. talking. And, and the, the, the longer you guys go, you're going to come across different opportunities. The ABCs, honestly, are more appropriate for when someone comes to you and says, I'm ready to be saved, but I'm not sure how to do it. ABC, you know, whereas what you guys learned this week is more of how to bring the discussion up. Zach, you want to give your answer to that? Other than the ABCs, I'd say they just say, go start a conversation with them about Jesus and being saved. Very good. Uh, now, Melissa told me earlier that she this is her third conference. How many times have you went, Brother Zach? Three. <laughs> you guys got questions? Yeah, I would like, can we get, so there's, obviously, there's two different education uh, lines here. Melissa is. We're getting to that. Are we? Are, okay. We're, 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 but, but go ahead. No, oh, no, no, I'm done. I'll wait. You, you, you go on right ahead with your interviews. Uh, so how have these conferences helped you? They've given me ways to. You're good. You're on. You're on. Okay. They've given me ways to share the gospel. And I guess have made me more think about it more at school um, and actually think about sharing my faith at school. So to, to roll in what Todd's going at there, what is the dynamic like at your school? Because uh, you are public schooled. And so we're going to see daylight and dark as far as opportunity. Mm, wow. Right. Why do you have to be the okay. dark? D daylight and dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's it like That's at a public one. school with the gospel? In your opinion? That's a good question. So what, what are the challenges that you face at the, public school? The challenges are those who just, who parents tell them God's not real, then they just grow up believing that. And when they get to high school, they only believe that and they won't even listen to you. That's the hardest thing to deal with. Very good. And, and so we've got on one side, Zach, just like most of our kids here at this table, our public school, but then Melissa, like a lot of folks in our church, she's homeschooled. And so, Melissa, tell us the, the other side of it, if you will. Well, it's hard in a way because um, my whole family are Christians, and 99% of the people I know go to this <laughs> church. And so, you know, when we had bring a friend night for Awanas, I would always have to, like, explain why Logan. I didn't bring a friend. <laughs> 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 and I would get the, you don't have friends. <laughs> But Why is your friend your brother? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. But um, it also helps a lot because I'm a, a, around a lot of Christians, and I see a lot of examples. I don't get quite as many opportunities to share the gospel, and I honestly don't know how it would be sharing, trying to share the gospel in public school because I've never been public schooled. But um, I do have some opportunities with some new kids that come to our youth group who are homeschooled because they don't know anyone here, and so that's a way that I could connect with them right. and be able to start conversations with them. Okay, so on one side, we've got Zach 
literally in the mission field. I mean, you know, it's like he went to Brazil and everybody's lost, you know, type thing. And we've got Melissa that her whole family is saved and that is her school. So Zach, to some level, gets to, I did air quotes for the uh, people out in internet land. Zach gets to practice every day. Melissa doesn't get to. So Melissa, how are you taking this training even though, quote unquote, everyone in your school is saved? Um, well, this will probably, I'm hoping will help me like when I get a job and I can um, invite those people to church and minister to those people. And Dare to Share is not just about sharing the gospel. You always take away other things. Because um, one of the things they talked about was not just sharing the gospel and saying you're a Christian, but being an authentic Christian. And just to tell the truth, not to um, hide the bad things because you think that people might think less of you, but be use that in a way that you could connect with someone and to show that God's grace is good. Very good. Yeah, I really like that. I feel like uh, so many people I can think of as I was raised in church, if something bad happened, it was like, oh, let's not talk about right. that. Let's, let's shove it under the rug. Ooh, nobody, that didn't happen. And uh, man, what a huge miss. Like, right. it's hard. The, this world that we're in is very, very difficult. Right. And, if, and if we don't talk about the bad experiences that we've had and how God helped us through those, I mean, that's one of his great, I think for me, one of the greatest tools I have is to share where God has taken me from or brought me out of. And if you're going through a tough time and you allow the devil, the world, or your flesh to, to keep you to keep that quiet, you're not getting the prayer support that you need. Mm-hmm. It would be so much better to humble yourself and come and say, I, I, I am struggling. I'm in it. And yeah. if God doesn't do something, I'm fitting to lose it. And, and you know what this church does to that. They just rally and we pray and God works. Zach, what kind of ammunition has this conference given you with the fear element of sharing the gospel? Fear element? Aren't you what? nervous about sharing, sharing the gospel with oh, somebody yeah. you don't know or even your friends sometimes it can be yeah. dicey? Just because of what they'll say back, they'll say it's not real. You're dumb for believing that. Then last year, I know this is not in the U.S., but in China or Vietnam, it was Vietnam, they showed Christians that were uh, chained to the ground just for believing in Christ, and that mm-hmm. scared me a lot. Mm. But I know it's probably not going to happen in the U.S. while I'm alive, hopefully, or ever. But sure, I'm scared to share my faith with my friends. There's, there's always a, a, a whenever there's a an offensive move by a Christian, and by a, a offense, I don't mean offensive to people. But a, uh, a great. Uh, what would you? How would you term that? Move, going on the offensive. Right, going on the offensive. <clears throat> There's always a reaction to that spiritually. I mean, that we have an opponent that doesn't like that, and you're almost always going to get some blowback from from a, a move to advance the kingdom. So, so you should expect it, and, and honestly rejoice in it. That's what Paul did Amen. in the prison. They they just started singing, and the, the God met them. So, um, if if there's any consolation in the Knowing that you're going to get some reaction at some point, almost every Christian does. So it's almost part of part of the way um, the, our opponent reacts. It's a jab and you know, like jousting, you get a one advance and then and another. So counter just as advance. a follow up to clarify that and to kind of fine point that when when you said that about you know your friends and 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 the you know little little it can be touchy sometimes. 
has the conference helped you, you know, and specifically this one, because we talked about how before with the ABCs, you know, you're, you're kind of going up, starting the conversation on a spiritual level about the gospel. So in this situation, you're, you're taking it and kind of kind of spinning it a little bit to a, to a different conversation. Do, do you think that, that this year's Dare to Share has helped maybe ease some of that and give you a little more peace of mind with being able to start those conversations without it having to, you know, start hard fast with this gospel presentation or, you know, or, or with, does that make it a little easier? Yeah, it made it a little bit easier. This year they had people from the audience give suggestions on how to flip a conversation from just talking about whatever you want to the gospel. And there's different questions that you could ask people. And I don't remember any of those See, now. But <laughs> <laughs> just run up to them and say, hey, you know Jesus? You know yeah. Jesus? No. We, we need an adult dare to share. We need like just a... Amen. Amen. Dare to share to your uh, there, town. There actually <laughs> is an apologetics uh, conference that goes around that is fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what the name of it is. Uh, but it's it, an evangelical outreach based on apologetics. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't know specifically the context of what it was. It was in Kansas City two years ago, and, and I think it moves around the country. And But it would be cool to go to. So one of the things that I was just going to kind of be an encourager, you know, um, for Melissa is that I've heard a lot of people, you know, with, and, and it just popped into my head when you were talking about the limited opportunity that you've got at home. And, and even here at church, you know, the people who are here, you know, most of them in the youth group are saved and you don't get a lot of opportunity. I would encourage you to, to use what you're learning as an encourager. I mean, everybody has talked about uh, Miranda and, and how much of an encourager she is. Um, and, 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 you know, I, I see that in you and I see that in, in many of the other kids and even in Zach, you know, when they when you guys have opportunities to be able to share with the younger kids who may be they may be entrenched in that. And, and you have the ability to be a refreshing, you know, attitude to them in that, you, you know, you, you can you can be that and, and be an encourager for them in their environment to say, you know what, you can do it. And and so I, w I would just. Take a risk. Stick with that. that. That's your, you know, that's your mission field. Even though you may not have the opportunity to share with those people, you could be helping that person who is sharing on a daily basis. And so I would just have encourage courage. you to do that yeah. and use those tools. That's that's where God's put you right now and because, till the ground. Because this discipleship is not soul winning only. Right. Discipleship right, right. is soul winning yeah. and helping people that are already on the journey to their next step. Right. Uh, and so amen and, to that. And, uh, and I'm telling you right now, there have been times in you better say yes, that I've, I've called yes. or texted or something to Gavin because I'm dealing with somebody else. And, I, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, this guy's beating me all the heck. I don't, I don't know what to do. And I'll text him. I'll say, okay, what do, what do you got for X? And then he'll text Max me back. At the, at the, I, that's Max at the uh, Yeah, oh, conference. yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> and that, so that situation, I had just watched John Lennox deal with Stephen Hawking. And an example he used, I used on Max. Right, exact exactly. same. So. And, and, and so again, you know, Max was be, a young man that we shared the gospel with two right. years ago. Being able to be that person is sometimes the the greatest the greatest gospel tool that people have because you're you are the person that they go to and ask and talk to. So um, I would just. Out of time. You got something? No, we're out of time. So uh, in closing, Zach, give us something to pray for for you and your soul winning efforts at school. I would say just the courage to go up and talk to people about it. You got it. Melissa? 
Give us something to pray about in your soul winning efforts. Um, that I could be an example to the younger people that they would not doubt God and that I could encourage them. Very good. Very good.